If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we've got a whole bunch of callers on hold. And our first one is Michelle Orovitz. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good to be here. Terrific. Well, it's so nice to have you, everybody. I was on Michelle's show recently, and as you know, when I'm on somebody else's show, I love to reciprocate a little and have them on my show just at the beginning to introduce them to you so you can get to know what they do and how they're helping people around the world as well. And Michelle is one of those extraordinary women who helps people through acupuncture. She's an acupuncturist in Florida. And she helps women with fertility issues. So, Michelle, tell everybody a little bit about the work you do and about what your passion is as far as helping women conceive. So, I'm a fertility. Well, I'm an acupuncturist who specializes in fertility, and um, I work through Chinese medicine to help couples conceive. And through the work, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, so I got into podcasting. And that's how I met Julie on my first podcast, which is my fertility podcast, and then had Julie also on my um, summit. And I've had raving reviews from my patients who listen to her. I've even had my patients on. um, I surprised them with a reading from Julie. So we had two of them, and one of them is now pregnant. And so I've had a really nice connection with Julie through the spirit world and my patients know Julie, and it's really cool. And now I um, 
created another podcast called Conceiving Your Divine Purpose, which is really more about fertility of the soul and how we're constantly conceiving and striving and our soul is always looking to really give birth to either a purpose or a movement or ideas. Um, pretty much all those inspirational sparks that happen to us throughout our life. And I thought Julie would be perfect as a guest on the show. So I recently had her on the podcast. Wonderful. And full disclosure, Michelle took angelic attendant training. So she's a graduate of my class, which makes her extra cool too and so you're yeah I know you we've talked about how you're integrating a lot of what you learned into helping your patients as well which is fun to see how when when you and other people take my class from all walks of life and then you go and you implement this information and these skills into your day-to-day lives of your career and and just your regular life day-to-day life as well So I think it was an interesting concept for you, Michelle, to create this second podcast. I was teasing you and saying, oh, because you didn't have enough to do already with just one podcast and all your patients. And I I know you have children still at home and a husband and like you, you had a lot of free time. So you wanted to do another podcast or what? What really motivated you? It was one of those things. Again, it was like um, I kind of had, it was a conception. (laughs) It was like tugging at me. And I said, okay, I got to, I got to do this. But it was, um, it is manageable if you just pre-record and and get a lot of interviews ahead of time. Um, But for sure, I just felt really this tug. And I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) Well, and 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 when, when you keep getting that nudge, if you will, it's just one of those things where it doesn't let up until you do something with it, right? Yes, it is. No, it literally feels like you're being tapped like constantly on the shoulder. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then I recorded a show for my show for a future show when I can't do a live show with Michelle, too. And we go into a lot of detail about acupuncture and how it works. And because I I honestly didn't know. And I think a lot of of people listening to this show don't know either. We know what it is that you stick needles in people all day long, but we didn't know really how it worked. And and I, I know it's very ancient. Tell everybody about how you got into being an acupuncture professional. So my, my past life, my previous life, I was an architect and I was working in the city and I had a lot of hormonal imbalancing. Um, I basically had three months uh, menstrual cycles and sometimes it would be longer, sometimes shorter. And when I was the doctor, I basically, I'll, I'll, the only solution I got was to go on the birth control pill and that was going to fix it according to the doctor's. And I say doctors because I went to a couple of different doctors and I got the same solution. Um, eventually, at 25, I found an acupuncturist who resolved my issues. I mean, literally, one treatment. Um, I came home, got my period. This is after not having my period, like, the whole time I traveled, which is about three to four months. And um, totally regular since then. And it was insane to me how something so simple with no side effects can actually do this. And he gave me herbs. Um, I came home and cooked them. It was old school. 
and I was blown away. And then I realized I didn't really totally feel aligned with my work, and I wasn't so passionate, and I felt appalling to work with people. And that was how it was kind of like that first nudge or that feeling that we were just talking about before, but really about what I wanted to do with my life. And I eventually studied Ayurveda, which is an ancient Indian medicine. I started with that, had kids. Um, I thank Dr. Lee for my fertility because had I not gone to him, I would have had a really hard time conceiving, knowing when I was ovulating, if I was ovulating. So it really was a part of my past. However, I took care of it way before I decided to have kids, and I was very lucky to have found that type of healing beforehand. Right. And I know you have a really high percentage rate of your patients being able to conceive. And I know you work with them during IVF and natural and other other forms of fertility things. So you're part of the equation is what I like to say. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I see it as um, part of the team, you know, so everybody has a purpose and a place. And, and in some cases, many cases, people need to do IVF, um, block tubes, you know, there are things that I can't do. So what is amazing, I think, about the human, um, just human collective, like we really work well as a team. When people come together and we all help in our way, you know, it's endless. Like people do really well. Um, and it's important to find obviously doctors that they relate with and that are open-minded, but I'm finding that a lot of doctors are now open-minded about acupuncture because they're seeing a difference. So I see it as a team and that includes the patients themselves. Right. Exactly. Well, Michelle, how can people find you and, and get in touch with you? Because if if we're not trying to conceive, sometimes we know somebody who is, and it's a long road and it's a lonely road for couples that feel like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me and all of that. And I know you consult with people outside of your areas. Well, you consult with people all over the world. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I do online consultations as a fertility coach because I'm um, Of course, my license is only here, so that's where I do acupuncture, but I do fertility coaching and guiding um, for anybody outside of Florida. Okay, terrific. So how can people find you? So the best way to find me is on my website, which is www.michelleorovitz, that's Michelle with two L's, dot com. And um, I'm also on Instagram at the Wholesome Lotus Fertility. And um, definitely check out the new podcast because uh, the episode last week was when Julie was on for Conceiving Your Divine Purpose, which is on iTunes. So thank you for having me on. You are so welcome. So it's Michelle Oravitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-Z. Dot com, and tell everybody yes. the name of your new show. So the new show is called Conceiving Your Divine Purpose. 
Okay. And we will have all the links on my social media, everything that so asked Julie Ryan for my social media and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and all of that jazz too. Michelle, any parting words? We've got another minute before we go to break. Any Anything that you want people to know just about the work that you do and... and Sorry, I think there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah, so basically um, a couple of things. I, I want to say um, to listen to your intuition, just like Julie says. I mean, they, you know what I love about Julie is she says that everybody has the intuition. We all have that. We have this intelligence within us, and I find that some of the most amazing information and guidance that I get is really in speaking to my patients because within all of us, I think we really know what's best for us. And we do have this intelligence within us. And I have to say that Julie's course really was a game changer for me. And I just want to kind of give you a shout out about that because um, it really was amazing. It awakened something by osmosis somehow, but I really did feel such an opening in my intuition and my connection and my ability to really connect with my patients. Oh, wonderful. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Michelle. Everybody, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get some more callers on the phone. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Julie. I am calling in from Atlanta, Georgia tonight. Ah, close by. I do have a little comment. Hi. Um, I have a comment based on your last call. Um, yeah. I have a lot of success. I've had a lot of success with acupuncture for a, oh, a serious medical, medical condition that I have. Wonderful. I've never done it, and I, I really didn't know much about it. Frankly, I was afraid of it. <laughs> I was like, why does somebody want to go and get a bunch of needles stuck hurt. in them? That's what Michelle tells yeah, me, and I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking, yikes. But, uh, yeah. It really works. Wonderful. Well, terrific. Where are you in Atlanta? Yeah, so I am in the suburbs in Gwinnett County. Yeah, yeah. All right. She's that's a couple hours from me, a couple hours east from me, you guys. So she's a southern bill like me, but neither one of us sound like one, right, Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, I'm still known as a Yankee around these parts, but that's all right. So, well, you got a question for me? Yes. So, um, I lost my father last month in a very tragic way, and there are a lot of unanswered questions surrounding his death. And I was just wondering if he had any message for me. Okay. What happened with your dad? Uh, Well, um, it's kind of a long story. Um, He had dementia. And he had committed a crime. He was in jail for that. And he uh, had some kind of stomach bug and got up from sleeping, went into the bathroom, and they found him there um, dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Okay. What was his name, Leanne? Um, His name was David Reed. David. Okay. All right. 
He is standing next to you to your right. They always show up. Our, our heads are big satellite dishes, Leanne, and they receive and they transmit frequencies. So in every spirit has their own frequency that they keep throughout all their lifetimes. And in order to connect with them, all we need to do is just think of them. And it tunes our satellite dish head to their frequency. So all we have to do is just ask him a question. He's going to answer. It's going to come in very quickly with as fast as you can snap your fingers, like within a second, uh, he will answer you. And spirit's really literal. So the more concise we can be on the questions, the better. So you got a couple of questions for him? Um. I just wonder, you know, what, how did he die? What happened? I'm getting a heart attack. Okay. He had a heart attack. And, he said he had a, he had a massive heart did attack. Did he suffer? No, he did not. He said it was very okay. fast. And oftentimes heart attacks, people will feel nauseous when they're having them. And, uh, and so that when you told me how he died, that, that I was thinking, hey, did he have a heart attack? And so I, I just thought, okay. And when you said, how did he die? He said, yeah, massive heart attack. So no, he did not suffer. And he's around you all the time. And all you have to do is just say something to him and he'll answer you. And it'll come in okay. like a, like a thought in your head. Because spirits communicate telepathically, so it's going to come in like a thought in your head, and uh, and he's saying he's saying that he's around you all the time, and there's no pain. It's pure joy. He's pure love. His spirit. Yeah, I'm so oh, sorry for wonderful. your loss. Yeah. Anything else you want to ask Thank him you. while we have him and on the line? Um. No, I, I guess I just wanted to, you know, make sure that he's all right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in heaven. I don't get any better than that. Everybody goes to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven, too. And so, yes, <laughs> he is He is fabulous. Absolutely. And he's around you all the time. So he's talking Great. about a wooden Thank spoon you. for cooking. D does that mean anything to you? Do you use a wooden spoon when you're cooking or did your family, did your mom or your dad growing up? What's with the wooden spoon? I mean, that's random. I I really don't know. Um, okay. I occasionally will use a wooden spoon. Okay. He's showing me a wooden spoon for cooking and he's saying when you use it, think of him. So maybe he used it. Okay. when you were little or something and it may come to you later you know sometimes they'll come up with okay. something and then I'll say something and I'll have somebody email me later and they'll say oh that didn't make sense to me at the time but now it does so something to do with a wooden spoon are you a cook do you like to cook yes yes I'm a cook I okay there you go recipe developer and oh yeah wow well there you go that's what so he's, maybe that's it yeah. It's something to do with cooking and recipes and that kind of thing and using a wooden spoon. Yeah, he was definitely uh, one of my cooking influencers. So oh, there you go. Him. Great. Okay. Well, wonderful talking with you. So I'm and, enjoying um, your book. Condolences. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Please leave yes, an Amazon review. I'm enjoying it. Oh, please leave an yes, Amazon review. 
And everybody listening, if you've read Angelic Attendance, please leave an Amazon review because it helps other people find this information, usually when they're in most need of comfort. So I would appreciate that. Okay, Leanne, all the best to you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye now. Yes, you too. Thank you. Okay, let's go to Nadia next. Hi, Nadia. Oh, hi. How are you? I wasn't. I'm good. Oh yeah, I was kind of expecting that come that being on on the phone well, right now. Um, I'm good. How are you? Great. Do you have a question for me? First of all, where are you? And do you have a question for me, or were you just listening tonight? I was listening, hoping to you know ask a question, but I really wasn't expecting to uh, to get the chance. Um, I am actually in the Seattle area. Okay, terrific. What's your question? And I was calling because I've been very confused about my career and what to to do next with that. It's been a struggle for a while. And um, I was calling to see if I can get some clarification. Okay, all right. Sure. Nadia, I'm going to need to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll pick up the conversation on the other side. Everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Nadia, and Nadia lives in Seattle. And Nadia, you were saying that you've got some career decisions to make. So fill us in on what's going on with you. Well, it's um, I've had a lot of different jobs and a lot of different fields that I've tried, and it seems like it doesn't never really work for me. And um, I am very confused and um, hoping to find some answers. And that's what I was calling to hear and to maybe get some guidance somehow on what should I do next. Because I'm kind of on a blank state right now, and I, I can I don't know what decision to make about that. So. Okay. Well, let me ask you just a blue sky question. If you were a trust fund baby and money wasn't an issue, you had more money than you could spend for the rest of your life. You won the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes or something and you were getting, I don't know, like gobs of money coming in every month. Wouldn't that be fun? And you could do anything you wanted to do for fun. What would it be? What's the first thing that comes in your head? Traveling. Traveling. Where would you travel to? Uh, anywhere, I guess. Um, just traveling the world. Go okay. Places that I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And why, why would you choose to do that? For the freedom. For just okay. discovering beautiful things. And just what the world has to offer and looking at the new things and nature and all of those beautiful things that are around me. Okay. So you just answered your own question. 
about what's your next career move. (laughs) Start looking around in the travel industry because there are plenty of people that have jobs that allow them to do that. Whether you're working for a travel firm or a corporate firm or you're working, I mean, it's endless the things that you can do. And here's how you do it. You start off and you think, okay, I want to, I want to travel the world and I want to see beautiful things and I want to feel free and I want to explore things, right? So let's say that's your goal. And mm-hmm. then you're going to have a thought and your thought, Nadia, is going to be, hmm, maybe I'll look at this website. And you go look at that. And then you're going to have another thought. Maybe I'll look at that website. Maybe I'll look to see if there are any jobs in the travel industry. And I'm not saying that you're going to, I mean, you might, but you may go in to work for a company where right out of the chute, they've got you traveling. More likely, you might start someplace where you get to know the industry and then you get to start travel. But that's how we manifest. We create out of things that we want. When we know what we don't want, it helps us create what we do want. The other thing, Nadia, is give up how it's going to happen. When we try and control how something's going to happen, I promise you, that's when the magic happens. Follow your guidance. You're going to have a thought. Let's look at this website. Let me check to see this job board, see if there are any anything if there's anything available. Maybe you look for the look for a job with the airlines. I mean, you're going to be led just throw cast a wide net. You're going to be led step by step to what your next step is going to be to manifest what you're talking about. When we get stuck is when we think too far in advance and we think, how is this going to happen? And that's us trying to control it. So just stay focused on what it is you want and the rest of it's going to fall into place. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I All right. Just, uh, get stuff in my head really, really well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you know, the hotel industry, the travel industry, the the airline industry, the tour industry, the cruise industry. My gosh, that's five or six things you can check out just right there. So, and then you'll get to travel that's and you'll get great. to see things. And it'll be on somebody else's dime and they'll pay you for it. What a concept. <laughs> okay. All right. Good luck. Let us know. Keep us posted. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Oh gosh. Let's go to Janet next. Really, that's how that's how we manifest things. Is we think of something and then we're just guided to what the next step is. Don't you agree, Miss Janet? I certainly do. She might want to try also uh, to go to a JC college where you can take a class on travel. And there you go. it explains the different co- concepts of travel and the different areas you can go into, as well as booking and all that type of thing. Terrific. Well, good. Please tell everybody where you're calling in. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm calling from the Bay Area in California. Great. You got a question for me? So, I most certainly do. I um, was wondering if the path that I'm going down now, if it's the correct path. There isn't a correct path. You can't get it wrong. 
ever. Because <laughs> when when you want to do something, when you're trying to figure out if it's the correct path, you're trying to control it, and that's going to mess it up. So we can never get anything wrong because we always can make decisions out of where we are at any moment. So do you have something that's more specific? Well, there's my answer. No, you can't get it wrong. So I guess, yes, you are in the correct path because it doesn't matter what path you're on. It's the correct path. Well, I was just wondering because, as you know from my past and others don't, I've been a diabetic since I was two, and my main concern of one year past um, shows is there was, I believe she was a grandmother that had a two-year-old daughter born to her daughter, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she was only nine months old when they diagnosed her with diabetes. And I'm thinking, my gosh, what path will she be able to take and be able to be have good control over the diabetes? Because that's where all of the side effects come from, from the right. uncontrolled of the right. diabetes. And right. so that was my uh, that was my worry, and that what's on my mind when I know someone's a diabetic and I try yeah. to step back and stay away from that. I don't, right. I don't, as I told someone, I don't need to be a controller. I will help you know what is good and what is not good. Yeah. Yeah. And I explain about carbs and Well, and you're and you're on the right path. I'm going to need to I'm going to need to get another caller on, but you're on the right path whatever path you're on. You can't make a mistake. There are no such things as mistakes because we always create out of where we are. So, thanks so much Janet for calling in. Take care. Okay, okay. you bet. Let's go to Miss Patty next. Hi Patty. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you, girl? Okay. Good. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm calling from Queens, New York. Queens. You got a quick question for me? Yes. Um. Recently, I've been noticing that I have a lot of acid reflux. Okay. And the more when I whenever I especially when I fast, once I go 18 hours, I feel it more. Uh huh. So I just want a quick. Angel healing on my esophagus. <laughs> okay. Let me get you on my radar, and we'll see what's going on. How this works for those of you that are first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I close my eyes. I watch a laser beam come from my body in my mind's eye. I'm talking about I watch a laser beam in my mind's eye from my my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's heading up to you in Queens, Miss Patty. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. All right, got you shooting energy. It's yeast. You have yeast overgrowth. Get on an antifungal. Get an antifungal. Yeah, I noticed help. that. I'm noticing yeah. because I, I feel like itching at the down there. Yeah, yeah, that's what's and going I had, on. Uh, and, and I had antibiotics when I had COVID. Well, right. And that whacks your gut when you have antibiotics. So get an antifungal. The one that I like is Nystatin. 
N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N, like New York and Staten Island. That's how I remember it. And that will help a lot to help with the yeast. In the meantime, stay low on the food chain, Patty. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. And uh, avoid fermented foods. If you're going to eat fruit, peel it, because there's tons of fruit on the peel. And what what else? Uh, Stay away from juices. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, all that stuff's fermented. That's just a nightmare. It's like pouring jet fuel on a fire. And peel your fruit, freeze and reheat leftovers. What I do is I'll put them in a Ziploc bag patty and I'll label it with a Sharpie and then I'll lay it flat on a shelf in my freezer. And when it's frozen, then I'll stack the packages upright like files in a file drawer. And it works great. You're going to save so much food and it saves so much room in your freezer. You'll be amazed. Yes, I do that. My mother does it. I actually put the date on it and what it is. Wonderful, wonderful. So that'll help. Nice statin's going to be the big thing. So I hope you feel better. Thanks for calling. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. Let's go to the phones again. And our next caller, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Terrific. Beautiful there. Beautiful there this time of year. You don't have any snow on the mountaintops, I would think, but it's still gorgeous, isn't it? No, yeah, it is, but we're just so dry, just like the rest of the nation except Texas. We're just, oh. you know, praying that the governor actually told us to pray for water. I saw something, gosh, where was it yesterday or the day before? I saw something online that said, I think in Dubai, that they released some kind of chemicals into the atmosphere to make it rain, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I, I think that technology is around, and I think we're going to be seeing more of it. But we've had a lot of rain here in Sweet Home, Alabama, so I'll send you some. Okay, please. <laughs> okay, I will. All right. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, um, I was just wondering if you could do some healing. My spine is kind of at all different levels. I had a surgery Last year, on because my my nerve roots and my sacrum were filling with spinal fluid, and I've just had a hard time recovering from that. And I've got some bulging discs in my neck and my lower back, and some arthritis there in my disc. Oh, honey, I'm, I'm so sorry. You're 33. Okay, good. Now that's crazy for you to be in that kind of. <laughs> All right. Let me get you on my. I mean, it's crazy for anybody any age, but especially somebody young. You don't expect I to think- hear that. Well, I'm, I'm I'm a nurse, and I'm an empath, and so I think I just kind of took in too much from other people, and, you know, I don't really know how to let it out, so it's kind of, it's crazy how that works. Can I, can I tell you a little bit about that first, and then I'll work on your bag? 
We have yes, what are called bio, bioplasmic streamers, and they're in there. You know, here you're, you'll hear me say, "I'm gonna shoot my laser beam from Alabama up to Salt Lake and connect into you." That's called a bioplasmic streamer, and physicists can measure this in a lab. And so what oh, you wow. want to do wow. when you come home from work, because, you know, you're a nurse, so people depend on you and they need your energy. And so mm-hmm. what you want to do is when you get in bed at night, imagine pulling out those cords. Have you ever heard, well, he hasn't cut the cord from his mother yet. You know, somebody's got married and he's still yeah. attached to his mother, which we mothers really appreciate that when our sons are still attached to us. However, that saying... He hasn't cut the cord. That's what's going on. And there's some schools of thought that people say, move your hand up and down like you're cutting the cord. My feeling is pull them out because when you cut it, part of their cord is still in you. It's kind of like, you know, a lizard. You cut its tail off and it grows a new tail. That's kind of my my feeling about it. And so you want to imagine those cords coming out. I do this every night when I get in bed before I go to sleep because I talk to people all day and I'm scanning people all day, every day. And when they come out, Stephanie, they look like an umbilical cord, a really thin umbilical cord for me. So so that's what you want to do when that happens. That's it. First of all, just do that every night when you go to bed before you go to sleep. And then they won't be hooked into you anymore. Okay. And anybody that's doing that, that's working with the public, that's working with kids, teachers need to do this. I mean, you know, there are a bunch of little energy sucks. The kids in the classroom, they're supposed to be. That's what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's their job. Yeah. So we're doing that. Okay. I got you on my radar. I'm looking at your disc. I see the biggest problem is a bulging disc on the left side, low left, low back left side. So what I'm doing is I'm propping up the vertebrae in between, uh, you know, all the vertebrae and propping that up. And then what I'm doing is I'm pushing those discs back in. And then there's this netting that's installed, Stephanie. And it looks like the netting that you'd see on a goldfish net that you'd use to get a goldfish out of a fishbowl or out of an aquarium. It's that fine. And it stretches from the upper vertebra to the lower vertebra. And that's going to keep those discs in place. I'll use the analogy sometimes of think of a rack of baby back ribs. You know, the ribs represent the vertebrae and the discs are represented with the meat. Well, when you got a disc that's that's oh, being okay. pressed or bulging, you know, it starts coming out. Likewise, degenerative disc disease, I see the discs disintegrating and we regenerate that. Your discs look okay. They're just bulging because you've got some collapse going on. You know the little spacers that a tile mason will use when they're laying tile on a countertop or a floor? Have you ever seen those before they pour the grout in? Yeah. That's what these spacers look like that I see in between the vertebrae. So I've got that going on all the way up your spine. All right. Shot energy from your, your, the base of your spine up through the top of your head. And then grounded you went the other direction. All right, now I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen because you're a bit of a twisted sister. So I'm watching you get realigned here. Your right side of your pelvis is a little in front of the left side. So that's why I say you're a twisted sister. I've been told. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told it's a little tilted. It's a little tilted. So we've gotten that 
corrected. Okay, now I'm looking at the front of you. Now I'm watching you get adjusted in the front, your sternum. Your sternum was kind of leaning forward, and now it's back. It was like it was pulling you forward so that the vertebrae in your back were being pulled, and it was causing pressure on the discs is what I'm assuming based on what I'm seeing. Does that make sense? I mean, certainly as a nurse, you bend over a lot. Yes, because I, I've been, yeah, and I've been, I've been feeling, and I'm kind of heavy chested. So, uh-huh. it, you know, I've been feeling that way with my sternum is kind of off balance too. But I was just like, yeah. my back is what's hurting. So I need to ask about my back. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm seeing is you're, you, you lean forward. And so you're, back is kind of in a weird position. So work on your posture. That's going to help. And these discs are going to be put in place. Here's how this works, Stephanie. The healing happens on the energetic level, and then it integrates into the body. And that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some complementary care like physical therapy or surgery or medicine or whatever, but certainly it's always our spirit's choice how to integrate the healing. And I I consider myself to be the person who helps you heal yourself. You know, all, all healers and doctors and medical providers, they help people heal themselves. Nobody else heals anybody else. It's spirit working through me and with me. But I use the analogy a lot of think of when you have an incision, the surgeon at the end of the surgery is going to use suture to put your skin back together, but he doesn't heal your skin. You heal your own skin and seal up that incision. It's the same with all of this. So I hope that helps and I hope you feel better. Oh, thank you so much, Julie. You're phenomenal. Keep doing what you're doing. You're so welcome. All right, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what they have to say. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035. And the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information's on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes, anywhere you download podcasts. We're on all the networks, and we also are on YouTube and Alexa. 
So please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Now, we put all the information about how to call in on all my social media the day of the show, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, all those places. And then we also have it in the show notes, as I mentioned, and we have it on my blog that I release every Wednesday night, and it's a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And in in the email, the body of the email, it'll say, okay, remember to call in tomorrow night, and here's all the call in information. Information. So I'm trying to make it easy for you guys to call in. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, sign up for my blog. You'll get that as a reminder. And also schedule an appointment with me. Now, I'm booked out a couple of months, but all you need to do is just get on my calendar, and then you're going to get a confirmation email once you schedule it. And on the confirmation email, it'll say there'll be a little button that says reschedule. All you have to do is click on that periodically, and it will show you appointments that are earlier that somebody has freed up because they needed to reschedule. I had a gal this afternoon, a private client, and she was scheduled, I think, for some time in October, and she said yesterday, she something told her to check, and she didn't. She got in this afternoon. She said, I looked several times, and I thought, oh, my gosh, is this real? And yes, it was. So we had fun talking, and she... It was perfect. Whenever we talk, we're supposed to talk. So all that's at AskJulieRyan.com where you can schedule an appointment. Also, you can sign up for my class there, the Angelic Attendant Training, and you'll learn how to do all this stuff that I do. Because remember, I'm a buffet of psychicness, but I learned how to do all this stuff. I'm a businesswoman who learned how to do woo-woo. And I teach people all over the world how to do it online, on Zoom. And we meet, we'll meet four Saturdays in a row. I teach it once a quarter. I'm in the middle of the July class right now. It's week three. We're going to, they're all going to learn how to do medical intuition on Saturday, which is, it's, the classes are so much fun. And then uh, uh, July's now, October's fall, January of 2022, I have four slots left. So if you're thinking about enrolling, go ahead and get in that class because it's going to be full here before long. And everything is at AskJulieRyan.com. So there you go. Okay, let's see about the question this week. It comes from Kara, and Kara lives in Windermere, Florida. And she said, hi, Julie. Our eight-year-old daughter transitioned in 2020 following a very long cancer journey. We also have a 10-year-old son and would like to increase our family. Although this wouldn't replace our daughter, we believe our son would like a sibling and our home is painfully quiet at the moment. We talked about expanding our family before our daughter was diagnosed at age three, but then life happened and plans changed. Can you even imagine? Oh my gosh. Is having another child possible for us? And if so, what would that look like? Adoption? Surrogacy? IVF? Can you please ask our daughter what she thinks of this idea? I know she's still with us, but I miss her. In the physical world, every second of every minute of every hour of every day, that tore at my heartstrings when I read that that uh, question 
from Kara. So here's my response. Hi, Kara. My condolences on the loss of your daughter. I can't even imagine what you and your family have experienced with her illness and subsequent passing. In order to get some information for you, I energetically connected to you and saw, in my mind's eye, two baby spirits attached to your energy field. They look like little orbs and are positioned over your right shoulder. That's where I always see babies or baby spirits before they incarnate. It looks like a little orb. Have you ever seen an orb in a perhaps a family photograph before? That's what they look like. No, they aren't twins. I was thinking she's going to have a heart attack when I tell her she got two over her. No, they aren't twins. Rather, they are spaced with one out in front of the other behind it in the near distance. As to if these little spirits will incarnate, at this time I get, and that means information from spirit, I get a big yes. How will they be conceived? I get, quote, with the help of IVF. That's what the information I got from spirit. Now, Having said all that, keep in mind, a future event is fluid and has a bazillion variables that can affect its outcome. This means the answer I get today may be different in the future. And, you know, you think about it, how many different variables are there? Your free will, somebody else's free will, global pandemics. I mean, you know, God, it's endless. So... Any psychic that ever tells you that this is the truth and it's 100% accurate of what's going to happen in the future, run the other direction because nobody knows that. There are too many variables to affect an outcome. Lastly, your daughter thinks having more children is, uh, in her words, brilliant idea. Hope this information provides some comfort and at the same time, some joy to you and your family. Sending big hugs from Sweet Home, Alabama, down to you in Florida. So, Kara from Florida, let us know what you decide to do and let us know if you conceive and and if you end up having two babies. I thought that was amazing, that that, uh, question and, and the answer as well. All right, let's go back to the phones. Our next caller is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. It's my first time. so I'm Oh, wonderful. A little nervous and a little clueless. Oh, <laughs> where are you located? <laughs> do you just do like medical intuition questions and mediumship or... No, I'm a buffet of psychedelics. I do it all. We can talk to deceased loved ones. I can scan you. I can scan your pets. I can do energetic healings. We can do past life stuff. We can tell how close to death somebody is. We can talk to your angels, your spirits, your deceased loved ones. I mean, it's endless. So where are you located? Oh, fabulous. That's, that's, I'm in Richmond, Virginia right now. Okay, great. Well, what, what, do you have a question about any one of that buff, any one of those items on my buffet of psychicness? <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking about asking something else, but I really um, have a question about my mom and okay and and her health and like we're thinking about moving her back to Boston, but it doesn't. I feel as though that's not going to happen. Like she's going to pass before that happens. Okay, where does she live now, Debbie? She lives in Hilton Head. Okay. All right. 
And so your question is, is it in your mom's best interest to move her to Boston at this point in her life? Correct. Okay. So is it in Debbie's mom's best interest? When I ask like that, Debbie, we're asking God, the universe, all your spirit guides, all your deceased loved ones, your angels, the whole group. And so I just like to preface it with, is it in my best interest too? Because what I was just talking about with lots of, there are lots of variables in future events and you can ask it for other people too. So is it in Debbie's mom's best interest to move her to Boston at this point in her life? I got to know. As a matter of fact, yeah. I got a hell no. <laughs> that's how I came in, was hell no. So okay. uh, that's pretty emphatic. I get a no on that. Do you, are, do you have family down there that can help take care of her? No, that's the problem. Mm, that, okay. You know, I'm seven hours away, but I'm the closest, and it's just getting crazy, so we don't quite know what to yeah. do. But again... Um, what I was just saying before to the person who'd submitted the, you know, the question online about having more kids, that's what I'm getting right now. There may be something that's affecting that answer because you haven't found a place in Boston yet. Maybe you've got to secure a place first and then we'd get a different answer. There are so many variables that affect an answer and affect an outcome. So... If you're being led to bring her to Boston, then start making the steps to do that and follow your guidance, and and you'll well, be I making mean, the right decision. Options, but when I was just down there trying to clean out her house, I was like, this is just all wrong because I feel as though she's going to pass soon. So, okay. Do you want me to check her and see if she's in one of the phases of transition? Sure. Okay. So I'm connected from you to your mom. She's in phase seven right now. Do you know what the phases of transition are, Debbie? No, no, I do not. All right. As we're dying, we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones, and they take on a different configuration. And so if you go on AskJulieRyan.com and click on the 12 phases of transition tab, you'll see illustrations of all of the different phases. And all you have to do is say, what phase of transition is my mom in? You're going to get an answer. It's going to come in like a, within a second in your head. And, and then you're going to be able to refer to the illustrations and that will tell you when she's getting close. So I think you're right on target. I think she is, she is in the phases of transition right now. So I hope that helps. Good luck with all of that. Okay, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back. Our next caller is Rose. Hi, Rose. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. I can. How are you? I'm fine. Terrific. Where are you located? I'm in Chandler, Arizona. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, I just wanted to see if you have any messages from uh, my dog, Buster, or my dog, Diesel. 
Okay. Well, they're both right next to you. And when, as I was saying earlier, our heads are big satellite dishes. And when we think of any spirit, all we have to do is think of them and then their spirit comes right in. So do you have a question for them? Yeah, um, I just wanted to know um, if there were, uh, if if it was okay what I um, decided as far as their, their medical, um, you know, as far as uh, laying them to rest. Did you euthanize them, any- yeah, together yeah. or separately or... They were separate. Okay. It was separate. But close? Were they close at the same time? Close in time? Uh, Yeah, one in April and one, uh, it'll be a week uh, tomorrow. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. It's so hard, isn't it? My nephew uh, just put down his dog today, and oh my gosh, the whole family is grieving. It's so hard. Uh, Yes, absolutely. It was perfect. Buster said that he stayed around longer to, to help you get ready to put him down. Did he seem to be in pain for a while? Um, it looked like um, he he was. Um, yeah. He had uh, he really couldn't. Uh, he had thyroid issues, and then oh. his hind legs were. I could tell. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Diesel's saying that he did. He used to sleep in the bed with you, Rose. Um, not Diesel, but Buster did. Okay. All right. Diesel's saying he's sleep- he gets to sleep in the bed with you now. That's what I was asking. So uh. he's, he's saying he, his little spirit gets to sleep in the bed with you. So that would make sense. Uh-huh. So yes, they're both around you. If you think you see them out of the corner of your eye, or you think you hear mm-hmm. them, like their little nails, you know, on the floor, or yeah. hear hear yeah. them barking, or if you think you feel them, and now you know Diesel's hanging out in the bed with you at night, his spirit, or mm-hmm. or like if you're on the couch or something, or feel them brush up against you, you are. Mm-hmm. That is their spirit doing that to let you know that they're close by. So you can talk to them anytime. Uh, hopefully you heard me say to an earlier caller, all you have to do is say something to them and they're going to answer you and it's going to feel like a thought in your head. That's how it comes in. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Buster right. says go get another dog. Buster's saying get a pound dog, though. Get a dog that needs a home. Okay. He's saying get a, get a dog right. that needs a home. Okay. And, and Diesel is saying it's okay if they play with their toys. <laughs> you don't have to buy all new toys. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Okay. Well, condolences uh, on your boys. Okay. I hope that helps. Take care. Bye bye. Uh, You're welcome. All right. Our next caller, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. Oh, hey. How are you, Shelly? I'm great. How are you, girl? Good. Well, Where are you so located? I- um, Prairie Village, Kansas. Okay. And, um, so I, I have a question in regards to, um, uh, I, I imagine you need to get permission, but a dear friend of mine, her mom, um, 
has just suddenly in the last week and a half or two deteriorated. Um, And so I mentioned angelic attendance to her. And at first they thought she was hallucinating, but she said, you know, she's talking about people that have passed and our dogs, prior dogs and and then yeah. they diagnosed her with a UTI and thought, well, she'll get better with antibiotics. But so I was wondering if there was any chance you could check in. Um, I don't know if you need her name or what. I do. Might. Yeah. What's her name, Shelly, and where she live? Okay. So it's Joyce Olson, and she's in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then from you I'm going to connect to Joyce. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Heading out to you in Kansas. All right, from you up to Nebraska to Omaha. Okay. She's in phase 9 of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. Again, those illustrations are on my website in Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next. That's the book that describes everything, which, by the way, has been corroborated, all all of these different transition phases by university-based research. There's a doctor named Chris Kerr, K-E-R-R, who did research on 1,400 hospice patients who report seeing their loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets as they approach death in visions and dreams. So tell your friend she's not hallucinating. She's actually seeing those people and and send her oh. to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and let her look at the different illustrations. And Shelly, you can teach your friend, too, to just ask you know, just ask God, the universe, the spirit guides in her head or aloud, what phase of transition is my mom in? She'll get an answer. It'll come in within a second. And then she can refer to the the illustrations. And when somebody's progressing through fairly right. quickly, that's when you want to really be paying attention. Now, remember, they, people can go in and out. They can go that she could be at phase nine and go down to phase four and come back to 10. They can bounce around you know, in those phases, but, but that'll help the family with that. So good luck to her and to your friend. What a sweet thing for you to call about that. Thanks, Shelly. Okay, everybody, time for a quick break again. When we come back, we'll see who's next. Stay with us. We're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Next caller is Nancy. Hi, Nance. Hi, Nancy. Are you there? Hello, hello. Do you need to unmute? Okay. Well, then let's go to Susan. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hi. Hi Julie. How are you? How are you? I'm Good, delight- thank you. I'm me. just delightful. Thank you. How are you? Are you delightful, too? Yes, I am. Thank you. 
<laughs> I don't know why that came out. That word just came out. I'm like, well, that's weird. But there you go. That's what you get. Okay. Where are you located? <laughs> I'm a 53-year-old single mom from Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Um, I do. I have a lot of autoimmune issues going on. And I okay. have an upcoming minor surgery in September. In September, actually, the day before I have my personal call with you, which I'm excited about. Say that again. You're having a surgery and the day before I'm, we have a call. Is that what you said? Yes, I have a what? I have an hour call with you. My personal, yeah, but I'm having surgery the day before. Well, but keep checking that I'm reschedule button, Susan, the, and what. We'll, we need to get you in before your surgery. So let's let's see what we can do on that front. Okay. That, that's crazy. Okay. And so I was just wondering if we could talk to my angels or just see if sure. just checking in to see if there's any health concerns before I go in for this minor surgery. If you could scan this, me or if any of the angels are coming through to say. What's the surgery you're having? Um, I'm actually just having a minor surgery on my eyelids. And okay. I have a, a blood disorder. It's von Willebrand. So I'm just a little concerned. It's minor. I've had three major surgeries in the past, and I'm just wondering if um, if there's any health concerns that you see before I go in for surgery. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. Here comes my laser beam heading up to you in Springfield. All right. Got you. Let's just do a DNA healing on that blood disorder. Let's just see what we can do to correct that. So here's how this works, Susan. I watch an X chromosome come out of your body. There are two strands of DNA that have come out of the chromosome. They look like pieces of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie that show the fortune written on them, that have the fortune written on them. DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And it's comprised of nucleic acids, and those are represented by four letters, A-T-C-G. Now, a strand can have 100,000 letters on it. It can have a billion letters on it. And I'm watching those letters get resequenced right now. So imagine imagine playing Scrabble in warp speed, where you're watching the letters up and get up and move over. You know, so that they're rearranged in their sequence. That's what I'm watching happen. And when the strand is reconfigured, then it snaps back into the chromosome. This works great either with congenital uh, genetic stuff, like if you come in with a predisposition, excuse me, or you have an environmental exposure to something that causes a mutation. I'm watching mutation correction happen. The second strand just went back in. And then that DNA uh, is both in that X chromosome. The chromosome went back into your body. So that's that's the big thing. And that's the big thing that I'm seeing. Now, I think you're going to be good. Let's uh, email me. Let's see what we can do to get you in sooner before your surgery. So Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Okay. Email me, and we'll we'll figure something out to get you in. You, right. We need to we need to chat, and I'll do a I'll do a deep dive and do a big healing on you before you go in for that surgery. But that the thing that okay. shows up first is always the most important issue. So hopefully that'll help. Okay. And it, and it showed up was the Von Willebrand. The DNA. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. DNA. You're welcome. Take care.
Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Miss Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. How are you? Can you hear me? I can. Doing okay. Um, you know, I'm just, oh, I need a lift. I need to figure this out. I was, um, oh, I'm in San Diego. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out taking this class on sacred anatomy with the edge and, and I have one foot in the door, one foot out. And I just, I don't know. I, your mm-hmm. angel and attendee class is really what I wanted, but I get so impatient waiting. Mm-hmm. And I'm I know. A, it, and you signed up and, and you could have taken it by now. <laughs> and now you got to wait longer. I so. know. Yeah. Okay, so make so make a decision and just stick with it. And then just trust that what the decision is that you've made is perfect. What am I guide I mean, is this edge training really worth me taking? I I just feel is it I don't know. Is it in Amy's best interest to take? What's the training called? Uh, sacred anatomy, the edge. If you want to, it's. I mean, it. It's just whatever you want. Is it essential? No. Will you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. Just, just make a decision and just follow through with it, Amy. Oh. That's the best thing to do. Okay. Thank you. You Thank must be so tired welcome. of me, Julie. Thank you. Nah, not at all. But thanks for calling. Take care. All righty, let's go to Yvonne next. Hi, Yvonne. Hello. Hello, hello. Where are you located? (laughs) I'm located in Los Angeles, California. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, too. I lived there a long time. I love it. My son lives there now. He was sending me pictures of him on the beach with his wife this (laughs) afternoon. <laughs> he sent me a picture. He bought. Oh, wow! I'm just. No, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, but I used to live in LA. But he sent me pictures of oh. just from his knees and Mallory's knees down. It was hilarious. So it was pictures of his cute hairy legs, and her legs weren't <laughs> hairy, fortunately. So that was good. Well, you got a question well, for a me? Thing. Exactly. Yes, I do. If you don't mind. Um, this last year, um, since last October, has been a little crazy uh, because of my father, uh, his health. And so he's 79 years old, and I, you know, I know that doctors are only so perfect, you know, and it's really in God's hands. But um, I wanted to see where he is now and, like, what do you see happening with his health? Okay. Because I'm empathic right. and I'm intuitive and my gut tells me, you know, but I don't want to freak my mom out or my dad out. So I just kind of stay quiet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. What's his name? Yvonne. His name is William Croson. William. Okay. I'm going to connect to you and then from you to him. He's not dying. His spirit's in his body. Okay. Yeah. He's not in any of the phases of transition. Now that doesn't mean he's not in any of the phases of transition right now so that means that he's not dying at the moment uh 
again, people can come in and out, is so let's talk to his spirit. Can he communicate with you? My dad? Yeah. Yeah. Is he verbal? Um, oh, yeah. He, he's verbal and everything. He had a stroke last October. Um, he was able to, you know, he seemed fine. Like the doctor said it was very mild, but then progressively the almost the last year he's just you know he's moving slower he forgets things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i was told by a medium that something would happen this month and something in october but again Mm -hmm. i wanted to talk to you to get your input you know Uh, he's not dying at the moment his his spirits in his body right now yvonne the other thing is google my name julie ryan and Chris Kerr, K-E-R-R, and, and it, there's a YouTube video. Okay. It's on my website, too, uh, in a podcast. If you don't want to watch okay. the video, you can listen to the podcast. Listen to Dr. Kerr and I discuss how you can tell the end is near from a hospice standpoint. He's a hospice director and a medical director. He's an MD and a PhD. It's okay. really it's really helpful. I quizzed him at length about how do we know when to call in hospice? How do we know when somebody really is getting ready to transition? If if we're not seeing the phases, but we know that they're winding down. And you'll pick up a lot of information on that. So just Google Ask Julie Ryan or Julie Ryan and Chris Kerr, K-E-R-R, and you'll get a you'll get a lot of helpful okay, information perfect. off of that. Okay. How are you doing with that, with him starting to wind down? How are you preparing um, for that? Well, I just, I've been working the past year a lot of self-help with my anxiety, getting therapy and meditation. And um, so I have an awareness of what's going on, but I've learned to be adaptive versus reactive. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to just, you know, I'm not, I know it's hard for him because he's very frustrated. You know, he just says that he has no zero um, ambition to do anything. And this is a man that was always active, always doing something up until last October. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see him like that, but I just am trying to be supportive, supportive to my mom, you know, and that's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot, you know, I know. All righty. Well, we're going to need to go to break. Thanks for calling in. Good luck with your dad. Everybody stay with us. We'll get some more callers on when we come back. You bet. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. Let's go to the phones and our next caller is Dana. Hi, Dana. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. I was afraid mm-hmm. you were not going to get to me. Here, um, here we are. I, I, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, greater Seattle is. And okay. I don't remember us, me and Cleopatra, my little dog. We had a session back in March. Um, so the reason I'm calling is um, she was diagnosed with lymphoma last fall. Uh, we didn't do any chemo. She was fine up until about a month ago when she started yeah. having fever, sinus infection. She's now on antibiotics, and uh, I, I think she is 
going to leave us. I got that she's in phase eight, and I wanted you to check on her and see what's going on. I know you do ask if she's ready to go, but I also want, if you can, um, uh, ask if she wants help, if she will need it. Right. Uh, Okay. All right. Dana, I'm connected to you. I've got Cleopatra. I remember Cleopatra. You guys, is that the best name ever for a dog? And she calls her Cleopatra. She doesn't call her Cleo or anything, right? You don't have a nickname, Dana. Yeah, you no. call her Cleopatra. That's what no, I remember. No, oh, my gosh. I think that's a riot. Okay. So I'm connected. Her spirit is out of her body. So you're right on that. She is dying. So, Cleopatra, do you need anything from Dana? Do you? She's talking about a blanket. Does she have a blanket that she lays on or you wrap her in? Or what's up with the blanket? Um, She has several things of her own and blankets and towels. Um, Okay. All right. She's saying she likes to be wrapped in the blanket because sometimes she feels like she's chilly. Uh, So she wants to be wrapped in the blanket. Do you want Dana to euthanize you? She's saying no at this point right now. Do you you want her to euthanize you in the future? She's saying not at this time. She's not ready to go yet. She's not ready to go. How will Dana know that the time is close. She's saying when she can't control her bowels. I hear that a lot from dogs, especially. But she's not ready to go yet. She wants you to wrap her up in a blanket and keep her warm. Okay. 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 I will do that. I hope that helps. Okay. Hang in there. Okay. Bye, Dana. Oh, huh. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Denise real fast. Hi, Denise. Hi. Hi. We How just got a couple minutes left, so where? Tell us where you're calling from, and I'll, I would love your your question. Oh, I'm from um, Jackson, New Jersey. Okay, terrific. And okay. where's Jackson, oh, New Jersey? Was, What's that near? It's near. Uh, it's like down the shore, down south, Jersey. Okay. Jersey. Wonderful. Terrific. Good time of year to be there, How are huh? you doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, be I bet. Great. Well, you got a question for my me? My question is, uh, yeah, my dog, um, she tore her ACL. She's oh. seven and a half years old. I was just wondering if you could do some healing. Yeah, because she's not doing so good. I think she's going to need mm-hmm. surgery. Oh, what's her name, Denise? Her name's Bailey. Bailey. Bailey or Bailey? Bailey. Bailey. B-A-I-L-E-Y? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. She's a typical boxer. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. she's in a lot but, of pain. Yeah, I'm sorry. Really Is it her back right leg? That's where the energy yeah. went. Yeah. That's where I, that's where yeah. the energy went. Okay. All right. So Bailey, let's get see what we can do. What I'm watching is I'm watching it get I'm watching it get stitched up. But it's interesting because I see a I see a donor 
ACL, and I've been in a bunch of surgeries with humans with this. Well, they'll put in a a graft or a cadaver, you know, um, ligament, mm-hmm. and I've watched that a lot. And it's off mm-hmm. to the side, but I'm watching it get stitched up. I haven't been in any animal surgeries with ACL, but I've been in a bunch of human surgeries because I'm an inventor yeah. of surgical yeah. devices. So I'm watching that. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. I'm watching it get stitched up. I haven't seen this before. I'm watching the the donor ACL uh, integrate into hers, kind of like a hologram. You know, if you watch it, just go mm-hmm. right in, and then it becomes one. So it's strengthening it. Cool. I haven't seen that before. All right. So oh, I'm good. watching that. Yeah. All right. And then... I'm watching her run. Is she going to need surgery to repair this? I'm getting a yes. Sooner than later is better. Yeah, I'm, I'm 99% yeah. sure, yeah. 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 Have you taken her in to be seen yet? We took her to be seen, and then we have to take her next week to be seen by another doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so she I think she's, she's going to need surgery for that. Call around for prices, too. With different doctors on that, because yeah. different clinics are going to charge. A, there's a really wide range. Oh, I know. Of yeah. Prices. Yes, I know. So keep that in mind as well when she's doing that. But hopefully, with this energetic healing that just happened, her surgery is going to be a breeze. I see her running, and she's having fun, and she's going to completely heal from mm-hmm. this. She'll be fine. Okay. Great. Okay. Thanks for Thanks calling. So much. All right. Enjoy the beach. Enjoy the shore. I know you call it the shore up there. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Take care. Bye, Denise. Bye. Okay, everybody. That's it for this week. So fun. I think I got 17 people on. That's a lot in uh, one show. For those of you that I didn't get to, please call back next week and I'll do my best to get you on. And for all of you at home and listening around the world, what a treat to be with you. And please send in your questions, call in next week. And it makes it so much fun because each week I never know who's going to call or where they're calling from or what their questions are, which makes it just a blast for me as well. Sending you lots of love, everybody from Sweet Home, Alabama. Enjoy your weekend and I'll see you next Thursday. Take care. Bye now. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.